Welcome to the Gear Slum, your one-stop shop for all things guitar culture nonsense. I'm Aaron. I'm Phil. And I'm Cole. We slum it hard so you don't have to. California. Yep. North Northern North and Cal. Guys, I went to a concert last week. Oh, tight. Tell us about it. It was of a band that is categorically dad rock, but I don't think they like to be referred to as dad rock. Does anybody? Probably not, but like... I can't... I can't think of I any feel like band once you be become like, yes. famous it's like it's like when bands that are super famous from like it's like if a band from the 90s is touring and they yeah, won't play yeah. any of their old songs and it's like that's the only reason we're here guys well we've we've <laughs> like said freaking I think... collective soul we're not we didn't listen to your album that came out last year like we want to hear you play shine down or whatever yeah, like you can play your new stuff too, but if you're a legacy act, you have to realize that like there's a tacit agreement between the audience and the band that we're paying this money so that we can hear you play the old stuff. Exactly. Okay, but like I, I unless think you're said like this on the on this band, on this podcast, haven't we said that that Foo Fighters, unfortunately, or maybe not, unfortunately, that they're like squarely dad rock because we were young when they started and now they are still touring and they're freaking old. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's what they well, are. But their style of music isn't dad rock. They're just old. Okay. You know, like if less than Jake goes on tour, you wouldn't call them dad rock. They would just be an old ska band, you know? Yeah, you're right. I would not call ska. That's weird. Did you guys um did you hear about that Furnace Fest? Are you familiar with Furnace Fest? No. Slightly. So Furnace Fest was like the, a big like um indie hardcore punk festival in like the Emory, early 2000s. Emory played there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I think it was mostly Christian. I, the dude from Tooth and Nail and stuff. Yeah, and a lot stuff, of Tooth yeah. and Nail bands, but then a lot of like probably like victory bands or whatever too i don't know anyway it was like a mix but anyway they did a like reunion not, not a reunion but they brought it back this year and it was like almost exclusively like old bands so for example friday night the headliner was under oath okay uh, some of the bands that played that day were like 18 visions emery every time i die um uh thursday dude Silent Planet, From Autumn to Ashes, um, Zeo, which I really like. Well, and did then, you go to that? No, no, but I was just I was just thinking about it when you're talking about Dad yeah, Rock. Yeah, that's like Saturday dude, night was Taking Back show. Sunday. Okay. Um, Anne Berlin, the Appleseed Cast played, Glassjaw, Further Berlin. Seems Forever. Um, he is Legend, Mineral, Mineral, dude, Mineral, freak it, heck yeah. Anne Berlin um, puts on Stretch such Armstrong, a freaking great show. Oh really? I've never yes. seen him. Stretch Armstrong. 
Their uh, keyboard player was in my ward growing up. Oh, nice. Yeah, they were like hard, like straight edge hardcore. Um, and I then think, kill switch I think engage it actually might played be on Sunday. I think it actually might be a different uh, Stretch Armstrong. Maybe. I don't know. They were pretty popular. Uh, at any rate, I don't know. Anyway, the Julianne theory played. So it was it was like a, a title of Sunday. Like, oh, get up, kids! Serious? Yeah. Jeez. It it seems like really cool. So it was like it was like half like Christian bands. Where like Christian, is it? In Southern California? No, it's in freaking like Alabama or something. Yeah, Birmingham, Alabama. <clears throat> what? Anyway, yeah, like that's where it used to be, and so okay. Yeah, but I'm in like um, this like old school tooth and nail Facebook group, and everyone's like, "Oh, dude, I went. I'm flying." Like people flew there to to go to this thing. I mean, there's a ton of bands that played, but dude, I, it, dude, yeah. That's but like, that's sounds... is that dad rock because that's like no, because dad rock was like genre cool and... music. Okay, well, I, okay. I don't consider that dad rock. He, he... Okay, so the band that I went and saw is Wilco. Oh yeah, that's they dad are dad rock. Yes. Okay. I got you. So, so Emery, I've seen Emery play a couple times and they always make the joke some, at some point in the set. Um, Hey, thank you all for coming out tonight. We know when you first, uh, when most of you first saw us, um, you were in high school or college and we were telling you, Hey, don't have sex in the parking lot. Don't do drugs. (laughs) And now we're saying, hey, man, you got a babysitter. Go nuts in the parking lot. Do everything <laughs> that you can because you got a That's babysitter. Um, like it's some some variation on that joke every single time because they know mm-hmm. that like like yeah. I I was looking around like I, I seriously everybody was my age. And it's like, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it nobody, makes sense. nobody young is going to that show. And no. I mean, yeah, I mean, if, I'm sure it's some, but. If they if the they have younger openers, then it kind of brings a brings a younger crowd. But like most people going to see them are are old. <laughs> yeah, dude, I just found out, which I'm bummed because I'm not gonna be able to make it happen. But I just, Jimmy Eat World and Taking Back Sunday are playing together at Petco yeah. Park next week. I'm planning. Are you going to that here tour on Friday? Oh, nice. And I'm on the fence about it, although I just looked up freaking tickets. Oh, this is the one. No, it's actually on Wednesdays, so it's tomorrow. Oh. That's why the tickets are so expensive. I was thinking it was the 15th. Dang it. They're 100 bucks on StubHub. Oh, I mean. I think they probably still have new tickets available, but. Seems relatively reasonable, I guess, but. No, they're like $40 to like face value, I think. Yeah, that makes sense. 50. Oh, yeah, here's... I think we talked about this, because then I said, like, oh, I already saw them at NAMM, so... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've seen Jimmy World a bunch of times. Them and, like, there's a few bands that, when they come, I usually go see them. Yeah. Um, and I saw Jimmy World... I I know I've told this story, but I saw Jimmy World and Taking Back Sunday play together once. Uh-huh. When I was engaged to my bride. <laughs> to your bride? You were engaged to your bride? Or? I know, that's weird. It's uh, weird on multiple levels. Well, see, we so got how married, was that, Will? And then we show. got married again. So, 
Okay, so before I go into the Wilco, oh dang! Now I'm, dang! I don't know if I can make that concert happen. It starts at six. I really, my son really wanted to go to it, but my younger it. son can't because he's not vaccinated. And what a fool! Uh, <laughs> he's a, he's he's an anti-vax. Hey, hey! He's a lion, not a sheep. All right. Exactly. What's the what's the what's the deal with that? Like, if if you're too young to get vaccinated, can you just not do stuff? Anyone under twelve? I mean, it depends on the per. It's like a personal choice, I guess. But no, but that's what I mean. Like means for shows. (laughs) Oh no! Like if you like if if vaccination is required, but you're too young to get the vaccine. It's always just like like, no, they just ignore it for people under twelve. I went to uh, the Dodgers game last night, and they're like, it was vaccine required, but <laughs> it could yeah, literally have like, been like any piece of paper I showed them. And <laughs> yeah, it it's mattered. like the gif of that guy, the security guard, who's like supposed to be patting down people, and he's not even, t- he's like waving yeah, his hands yeah. like six inches away from him, you know? Popular Is it gif. like, Aaron, was it like uh, in the movies when like, uh, like police detectives like show their badge like when they're yeah like, yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Go>. LAPD <laughs> flip it out <laughs> go like this <laughs> flip it back or it's like when someone's like pretending to be a cop and they just like flash their like <laughs> library card or something oh what was the scene oh it's rush isn't it rush hour when he goes just just go like this He's yeah like, <laughs> just go like this real quick oh, he's like that doesn't look like me he's like yeah just, just go like that just flick it real quick just, just give it a flick real quick so how was Wilco? Was it cool? Okay, first though, um, okay, my my brother just Facetimed me. Ugh. He's down in Mesa, Arizona, um, home of Jimmy Eat World. Home of Jimmy Eat World. Weirdly, <laughs> uh, I mean, not weird, but you know, it's not weird that it's their home. But that's what we're talking about. The timing is eh, kind of um, is. It's a weird place for anybody to be from. It's like a is suburb it? it's, of Phoenix. It's Phoenix, yeah, yeah. It's like a. It's Meta. just a suburb. Um, they're from Mitha. He's he's down there for work. He hears all this noise outside his hotel room. Goes and looks out, looks out the window, and there's this huge concert happening. It's Jimmy it's World. It's like just right next to his his hotel in Mesa, Arizona. It's freaking Dropkick Murphys and Rancid. Oh, wild! Whoa, how nuts is that? There's like That's a. There's like, a, why, why are they playing in Mesa, Arizona for what's, one? There's like a pretty popular like um, club in Mesa that like a lot of bands play. Well, and this is just at the amphitheater, which I think they do like uh, a whole. They must well, do yeah, like they're a pretty concert, big. Fall concert series or whatever. But what's uh, this place? Okay, oh, the so Nile. Wilco. Have you been there? The Nile Theater. Huh. It's like I don't know. There used to be a lot of shows there when I was a kid. These Jimmy Eat World tickets are still, they're just 45 bucks. Brand it's like one of those places where it's like an old movie theater that got like an indie kind of, yeah. Um, I don't know, venue. Yeah, yeah. There's, there was a place in San Diego that was like that. I don't know if they're still around, called Soma. And they had like. Is that like one of those jokes, like Soma Balls? They play, It was like where the big punk shows would be. Like I saw Alkaline Trio there <laughs> when it was like probably like a. I don't know, like a thousand person cap or something. That's awesome. Oh, holy it's like a, a big, dude. small show. I'm sorry. I'm giving like random commentary on this. Freaking but it was in like, it's like in an old theater. So the floors are sloped. Yeah. Except for in the front. Did they pull the seats mm-hmm. out? 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? So it's like yeah, this, it's yeah, because like it's like a slope. It's like a yeah. So like the front of it's flat. Yeah, but then but like then, uh, like a third of the way back and which is the like, end, it's like on sloped. one hand is yeah. kind of cool but it probably feels weird <laughs> it is cool because like if you just want to stand there you're yeah. standing on like the sloped part so you don't have to worry about people like being in front of your head yeah but then if you're in the, the pit is like flat still i mean you don't really have to worry about that generally no i saw <laughs> have you seen that video going around of shack on the front row of that concert yeah, I think I've seen He's it. He's just yeah. like vibing, and it's like cool. But my first thought was like, Man, it sucks to be all the people behind him. Yeah, the the like eight people yeah. that are like yeah, but like in the cone. Him. Yeah, yeah. Him. If you are gonna like have someone block your view, it's it's good. Yeah. It's Shaq. It is yeah, kind of cool. That it's well be Shaq. At least it's like a story. It's not like yeah, some totally. random big dude was in front of me. Yeah, <laughs> some big butthole. Some massive. Okay, hole. so. So Wilco played opening for them. <laughs> They're pretty okay. First of all, so you have uh, is it Jeff Tweedy? Uh huh. You have Jeff Tweedy and Nels Klein, right? Mm-hmm. I don't Nelson think. Klein. I think it just goes by Nels, right? Yeah, yeah. He, uh, I don't think they get along. They never like interacted once during the entire show. <laughs> the setup That's... on the stage was like. Uh, there was like this organ. There was like three, not percussionists, I guess, but there's like keyboard organ player. There was the drummer, and then like another kind of keyboard. He had a slide guitar and stuff. Mm-hmm. We're kind of on the back, like raised platform, and then up front, where Tweedy was in the middle, and then the bassist and Nels Klein. And Nels Klein was like separated, like he had his amps between him and the rest of the band. Oh, really? Yeah, it was interesting. Weird. And they both had like Tweety. They both had like huge pedal boards, and they both had them like between each other, so they couldn't like step towards each other. Uh-uh. So I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if they aren't like best friends. But um, the band that opened for him is a band called Young Fresh Fellows. Okay, <laughs> which is a band from the eighties, and they they're kind of just really low-fi, like. They honestly kind of sounded like like early Brit punk or whatever, like like kind like, of uh, like 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 the Kinks or like later than that. I guess that's like proto punk. But who's I'm that band like that 70s. I'm thinking of? Like the Buzzcocks, I guess is who I was. Yeah, thinking yeah, of. totally. Okay, but, that's cool. Uh, I mean, that's how they sounded live. I don't know what they sound like on their records. I think sure. they had one like relatively popular song. But they're all just like old dudes now. And they're really funny. They're like talking about like at one point they said how much they said we're getting paid. <laughs> like they, There's some anecdote about some video they had done. And they're like, ironically, we're we we had to pay the same amount for that video. as so we're getting paid tonight, which is fifty thousand dollars. And we're like, oh. that's a weird <laughs> thing to say. It's <laughs> a lot of money to get paid for. Seriously, that's what I was th- for, like the opening. And he even said, like. He was like, when Wilco plays, they do a lot of like, they they highlight a lot of like up and coming bands, which is really cool. And then they also have a lot of legacy bands, which is what we are. And they're basically like, we appreciate it. Like, we have no business like sharing a stage with them or whatever. That's cool. Um, so it was pretty cool. And it was in this hall that was built. It's it's called the Arlene Schnitzer Concert Hall. And it's one of the coolest venues I've ever been in. First of all, it was huge. 
um, it seats like 3,000 people, and it's like a it's an auditorium. Mm-hmm. You guys should look up here. I'll put what's it called? Arlene Schnitzer concert oh, hall. Yeah. And uh, Arlene, did you eat the my schnitzel? S- the ceiling is like super high. Schnitzer. I just sent you a link, but it's just like the Google results of that name. Oh, you were in Portland. Yeah, I was in Portland. Okay. Um, I posted in the group too for any of the Portland dudes if they wanted to get together, and no one replied. So, bunch screw of haters. all of y'all. Uh, she died last year. Oh, word. Arlene Schnitzer. I don't think Schnitzel? it's been named that forever, obviously. But, um, but look at some of those pictures of the inside, and the ceiling was right. freaking high. I mean, the the sound in it, it was too loud, like most concerts are, you know. Um. But having high ceilings like that meant that it, I bet the sound was pretty uniform over the hall, and it was—it just sounded really good. Um, and it's a oh, really you just cool... sent me a Google search that I couldn't have done on my own. I know I already said that, <laughs> but I'm an idiot for doing that. But this hall was built in. But yes, guess what? Saved year? you a step, Aaron. Dude, that's like super steep. It's very steep, and. And the ceiling is just like insanely high, but guess yeah. what year it was built? Eighteen forty seven. Nineteen twenty eight. Good job, Phil. Uh, yeah, dang. bro. And then Gatsby they renovated era. it back in the eighties. But it's guess really what cool. day of nineteen twenty eight, Phil? I don't care. I'm, March eighth. <laughs> well, I mean, it wasn't built in one day. That's <laughs> when I was hoping, I guess. Gatsby era, bro. Well, I bet it wasn't built all in 1928 either. I bet they started in 1927. Touche. Mm, Probably more before. Because it's huge. And it's like super ornate. Yeah, um, dude. Look, but well, it's like, like, what about those... this? What's the architectural style? Um. Well, it's not Art Deco. It's no, it's something... Rococo Revival. Okay. Thank you, Rococo. Mr. Wikipedia. <laughs> Which architecture firm... Was responsible for building it or hey, architecting I'm sorry, it? I bruised your ego. <laughs> so, um, I it's, forgive you. Uh, it, it, plus, it's one of those like, you know, when you have like these historic <sighs> theaters and everything's all like fancy and gilded and everything, and then you have like a light bar just hanging down from the ceiling in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it's yeah, kind yeah, of, yeah. which is kind of cool, I think. But at any rate, the show was really good. They sounded awesome. They're one of these. I don't know if they always sound like this live. I've listened to some of their concerts. I'm not even like a huge Wilco fan. I I tend to think they're kind of overrated, honestly. Um, but they're good. I don't think it's because they're not good. I just don't think they're as good as a lot of people. They're just I, one of those bands that everyone likes to like. Guys, I'm pretty interesting because I like Wilco. You know. Yeah. Yes. I don't know a whole lot of Wilco, but I super like the guitar solo on this song. The first song off of A Ghost is Born. I don't even know the name of the song, but that's like one of my favorite pieces. Yeah, honestly, rock their guitar music work is, is really solo. good. Like the solos are pretty, like. It's like a two minute freeform solo. It's freaking. Yeah, bad. but it's not like some shreddy thing. Yeah, no, it's very, like, like musical. It's, it's really good. And they, the concert, like, a lot of their stuff is like pretty mellow on the record. But it's all like pretty, you know, much higher energy live, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was he was <laughs> making, I don't know, it was funny. 
You could tell he's like past the point where he's like trying to keep up some image or something like that. Yeah. At one point, someone yelled from the front, like, thanks for coming back. And he was like, well, we were contractually obligated to, so, you know, you don't have to thank us. (laughs) That's funny. But then he realized what they were saying because they played the night before. Oh. And he was like, oh, okay, I get what you're saying. And, uh, (laughs) like, thanks for being in Portland again. And at one point, someone yelled out, like, it sounds great tonight or something like that. And he's like, well, let's just. Let's just uh, try to get through this. Let's not have any judgment, all right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, it was funny, but you could tell he was like, He's like, you know, know what? Settle down. Yeah. See, that. He's like, let's that... not have any judgment. It was actually pretty funny. Like, he he was he was pretty good with the crowd and stuff. Don't you think that sounds like that contributes to the dad rock vibe? Like, because those are like dad jokes oh, like totally. he's like they're okay they're all dressed okay. like dads and they're all everybody like, settled down like that, yeah, totally. that kind of thing <laughs> if you're gonna act like hey let's not get too out of control here if you're gonna like okay here's talk here's that the way, other then here's the other crazy thing we it was great because it didn't have people sitting next to us but also this hall was built in the 20s yes and then it was renovated in the 80s and my first thought I know this probably isn't the first thought that goes through your guys' mind when you're going to a, a show where you know you'll be seated in bleacher seats, like in not you know like in fixed seats the mm-hmm. entire time. Is like some seats are really small, especially at like modern mm-hmm. sports venues. Some of them are insanely small, and these seats yeah. were luxuriously big. Oh, nice. really? They were awesome. Well, that's that that has to be part of the '80s remodel because there's no it's way because like Americans have the... gotten a lot smaller, I think, on average since the 1920s. Exactly. Mm. <laughs> right. Well, that's that... the crazy thing is like I've been I've been involved in in auditorium redesigns and stuff, and honestly, halls have gotten like seats have gotten bigger just more recently, though. Hmm. Like. It used to be that you'd have like 19 or 20 inch seats, and now they're all like 23 inch seats or 22. You know, nice. Um, but yeah, anyways, they're like college college seats. And so the be, show was great. They used to be college seats. Now they're like grad level seats. Exactly. Because mm. they were like 19, 20 before. Now they're like 22, 23. <laughs> I got you. Dork. I got you. You don't. I didn't. Uh, I don't think you get me. I'm saying I did I'm not like get you. saying so that Portland guys. Did, did you know that Portland that. is kind of weird? I've, I've heard, heard that. that there's a campaign to keep it that way. So, <laughs> so one thing I was proud of with this concert is I timed the Uber perfectly. I had looked up their set list from the night nice. before and saw how many encores they played, and then like requested the Uber right when I thought. You know, so it would get there right when we went outside, you know, so we leave right after the last song and it's basically pulling up right as we walk out. I mean, it was, it was money. I was pretty proud of myself. Well played, sir. But you know how, like a lot of people, there's a lot of like bad press going around about Portland. Is there? You mean like Antifa? (laughs) Yeah, like people think that there's riots still happening there. And oh, yeah, yeah, okay. That that Portland is on fire, and that yeah, that Black Lives Matter has. I thought you destroyed. like so. Basically, it's not so much that like Portland itself is having like an image problem, but or is it? I guess. 
Well, I don't it know. It is. <laughs> yeah, it's like that. It is if people believe that it's on fire still. But yeah, are, like are they people, people saying like. Multiple people when I said I was going on vacation to Portland were like, oh, are you scared? <laughs> like, You're like, no, because I'm a white person and it's Portland. Yeah, and also like the only thing you have to contend with are homeless people and they are famously weak because they're not well nourished, obviously. I could That's take like that person. was like a perfect um that was like a perfect Norm McDonald joke that I did. So he had this thing where he said like the perfect joke is where the Yeah. The setup and the punchline are exactly the, punch the same. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going on vacation in Portland. Are you scared? No, because I'm going on vacation in Portland. In Portland. <laughs> that was like that. His example that he gives is the joke about when uh, Christy Brinkley leaves. Yeah, Billy Joel. Billy Joel. <laughs> like, he had one about Julia Roberts too. Exactly. It's like <laughs> did this when she realized that she was Christy Brinkley and he was Billy Joel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Sorry to derail you. So we did like a we did this bike tour that was a lot of fun. Um it was mm. a donut tour. Which is like I don't know what so Voodoo Donuts is this weird like this it's this mm. thing that like probably was cool to local people like 15 years ago or something like that. That no, now more, it's probably. like this. We we talked about it the when you were when you were getting planning to go yeah for the trip but but now tell us yeah so we didn't plan on going so i don't know if like donuts were a part of portland's image before (laughs) voodoo donuts or if they because there's like a million donut shops around portland like way more than you would expect in any city and i i don't know if they're two are related or voodoo donuts is just one that happened to become popular just because they have one that looks like a big hairy wiener or whatever do it's got to be I like a coattails thing, right? Like, like I think, voodoo voodoo donuts gets I, insanely I feel famous. Like every every like cooking, every like food show in the or in the mid aughts, yes, featured voodoo donuts, right? Yes, yeah, I, yes. but I get what you're saying. It's like, is Portland a donut place, and like voodoo donuts was the one that got popular, or did that yeah. get popular, and then they're like. Oh, Portland's a oh, donut Portland's place. Portland's a donut place. I think yeah. it's I think it's the second one. I think okay. if I, I, I think what happened too. was when when Voodoo Donuts had a line around the block, which at one point it did. Yeah. When I was there like I don't know, 10, still 10 years does ago. does a lot of times. It I mean, was, there's donut it was shops a, here that have lines around the block, but it was yeah, a line but it's like block but now Voodoo yeah, Donuts I, is like that was no like, local person is going there. And also right. like so my buddy that I was there with he was at this city planning concert. It's the same thing that we did when I went to Nashville, like or sorry, city planning convention or conference. Oh, it's like There's city planning concert. I was gonna get to the CON word is. eventually. And Voodoo Donuts catered it the whole time, like mm. all three days at this big fancy convention center. Like it's yeah. you know, they're like almost like Starbucks now. I mean, not obviously like totally. franchise in Portland. But... They are like yeah. Um. But it, but it's weird. Like the part of what makes me think that is there's no, like, like beignets are a big part of New Orleans, right? But that's mm-hmm. because yeah. there's the like there's thing, no yeah. like Portland style donut. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. I don't. There's nothing unique. In fact, okay, so we did this bike tour, and and the the tour was basically like going from donut shop to donut shop. So we went to four donut shops and 
but rode they basically a lot around the whole. That's what, that's good. If you want to be safe, just go on the donut tour because you'll just be around the police all the time. <laughs> hey, you'll never have to worry about the Antifa. <laughs> I'm more scared. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm personally, that's, not that's, scared of the police. Actually, <laughs> that's that's the thing. That's the joke right there. Is Antifa are scared of donuts. Because oh, it's like yeah. garlic. Won't go around the donut shops. Yeah. So, so it was awesome, and the donuts were all amazing and stuff. Um, but so, it was did you cool. go to Voodoo Donuts on that tour? No, not on the tour. Okay. We did end up stop. It, it was funny because, like, on our way on the last day, we ended up driving by one, and I just, I just like remarked that, like, hey, we never went to Voodoo Donuts. That's a good thing, you know. Like, cause yeah, I'm whatever insecure and and we drove by one and and my my friend's wife was like well she's my friend too my friend was my like, friend's yeah, right. we might as well just stop we didn't you know we might as well yeah so yeah we stopped in and got some and they were it wasn't just you and your friend's wife i think is what you're trying to say <laughs> you weren't just like touring portland with your friend's wife it was a quadruple mm. if you don't know gun street wiring shop by now you must be living in the dark ages. They are the premier hand-built wiring solution for all of your guitars. I have one in my Telecaster. I have a setup in there, five-way. It's great. Have it in my Jazzmaster. It's amazing. I actually put it in my Epiphone Dot. Brought the thing back to life. It's crazy. If you don't have it, you need it. Every guitar that you own will be better with Gun Street Wiring Shop. I promise. Also, if you join the street crew, you get a discount on the product. And I guarantee you'll enjoy it. If you get it and you don't like it, I will punch Cole in the face. That's my guarantee. Check it out right now at GunStreetWiringShop.com. Uh, that sounds fun. Very yeah. progressive. And we went to like some other... Oh, we also did two escape rooms. I did want to tell you guys about this. Have you guys done escape rooms before? Do you know what yes. that is? No. Okay. I, love I, mean, I know what they are, rooms. but I've never done one. It's like, I didn't know that, but I, the first one I ever did was in Nashville when I was with these guys, mm. and apparently I love them. So <laughs> we went and did a couple in Portland, and one of them, nice, like the, it's just this one guy that owns it. It's this tiny, like a lot of them have like many rooms in the same like business, you know, and you choose which, right. one, which game you want to play or whatever. Yeah. This one is just one dude in this tiny little business park in kind of this sketchy part of town, and it's called In Search of an Exit. But he completely redid the front of his store. Mm. And, like, we drove by, and we're like, we can't find the place. But what there was was this little... You were in like search this, of the entrance. Exactly. It's like the one of those little, like... That's just where the game the starts. It's not a strip mall because it's like right on the street, but it's, it's like not an escape room. The whole puzzle is just getting in. Yeah, it's an entrance room. <laughs> Once you walk in, he goes, <laughs> "All right, congratulations! Ding, ding, That'll ding. be two hundred dollars." <laughs> so, like, you know, it's one of these. It's one of these like old. It looks like an old Main Street kind of thing, where uh, each shop is only like fifteen feet wide. You know, and yeah. they all have kind of the same, similar storefronts and everything, <laughs> and so where we thought it should be. And we looked it up on Google maps and like the street view showed this sign that said in search of an exit, but where it should have been, there was this business called Lockbuster, 
And the sign looked like a blockbuster sign, right? Oh, nice. And then the whole shop was this VHS, was all these VHS tapes. Whoa. So it was like this. But it was like really, like the whole shop was only like four feet deep, you know? Uh-huh. And just one just one row all the way across of these VHS tapes. I thought it was just like a cleverly named locksmith. Like, well, we're getting to that. I mean, you okay. think about like what's the key element of escape rooms is usually locks. Right? Key element. Uh, Lockbusters so, was the escape room. So I so we're like, wait a second. And then I noticed I, I kind of figured it out because you're. You, I'm, I'm like on high alert because I'm getting in escape room mode. Yeah, you're in game mode. And you realize like th- there's a little computer sitting there, like like you would check out on a little CRT monitor, but it's not even plugged in or anything. And I was like, okay, I think I see what's going on. So I go in there, like I open the door and walk in, and then the phone rings. Oh, whoa. like five seconds later. So I pick it up and I go Lockbuster, and he's like, hey, do you guys have any? <laughs> He's like, do you guys have any Christmas movies? And they have what? a shelf of, of Christmas movies, but it's all It's a Wonderful Life. And I was like, yeah. And he said, well, do you have any that aren't It's a Wonderful Life? And there's one copy of <laughs> Die Hard. Oh my gosh, and, this uh, is amazing. So, so by that point, out the other three had like come in, and uh, he was like, oh well, can I can I get a copy of Die Hard? Can you set it aside for me? And so I had someone else do it, but you pull on it and it opens the entrance back into the main thing. Dude, Dude that's amazing. <laughs> It was so freaking cool. And the funniest thing is, like, we were talking about this, and then we went and found – I, like, became obsessed with this guy. I found this interview he did for a local newspaper because we were joking about the fact that he's, like, actively sabotaging his business. Like, from a right. from an actual <laughs> business perspective, he's, like, yeah. making it hard for customers to find his business, you know? But it's, like, so good for the game, you know? Yeah, to so, uh, just, like, walk yeah. into a, a lobby so or something. Awesome. And apparently his first sign just said like it was it was Lockbuster, but it looked exactly like the Blockbuster logo. Uh-huh. Everyone told him he was going to get sued, so he changed it. Uh-huh. But um, but oh man, it was such a cool way to start. And you could tell he was like way into it. He was like super <laughs> excited the whole time. And he he was like, I've never had anyone say Lockbuster when they answer the phone. So oh, that's so cool. About that. They're just like, hello. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they like, probably got- <laughs> hello? think each other are cool. Um. <laughs> That's yeah. tight. And it was a really good it was a really good escape room. But I just thought that was that was pretty awesome. Guys, I have a fun story too. You want to hear it? Uh oh. You know, um, I don't know. Phil, do you know who J.R. Smith is? I do. Mm. <laughs> no. So J.R. Smith is a professional basketball player who oh. um who decided last year, after many years in the NBA that he wanted to He's a very to, good player too. Like he was a multi-time yeah. all-star. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, he's good. Had some championships and stuff. <laughs> yeah, he, he decided that he wanted to go back to college. Um not to get a degree specifically, but so that he could play college golf. NCAA <laughs> well, he golf. He did say to get his education apparently. <laughs> well, yes. Yeah, of course. I mean, I'm sure that's part but, of it. But but he never played he never played in college. Yeah, so he still so had he NCAA eligibility. Yeah. But <laughs> I just found out that um, he played his first tournament this week, and guess what happened to him? He was attacked by Yellow Jackets, <laughs> and he had to leave. Nuts. Yeah. <laughs> he got like attacked by freaking Yellow Jackets. But it showed him out there, and he's wearing like all of his his whole golf outfit, and he's really yeah. good at golf. He's like a like, like a forty so year old funny. college golfer. Yeah, multi millionaire, <laughs> yes. mind you, going against all these. 
freaking <laughs> like so kids this is just a, trying to get an education and play some golf. So this story is a combination of uh, um, Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore. Um, yeah, together. Oh, Actually, happy! Yeah. I, I was thinking. I was thinking happy golf. Madison. That's right. But then, um, what's the one where uh, Ronnie Dangerfield goes back to college? Yeah, back. It's called Back to School. Back to School. Back to School. So then, it's also that. Is that a diving? That's a diving movie, right? There's like a big. Well, it was diving. It was specifically, yeah, but it was like yeah. a super rich guy who decided to yeah, go back yeah. to college for some dumb reason. <laughs> Wasn't it like um, his son was in college and he was like going to? It was like goof. It was like a goofy movie part two. Like same same <laughs> plot. It was, yeah. it was basically just to connect with the son. Yeah. You say part two, but I think it was first, right? The goofy movie goofy was movie. Back to School Part Two. No, 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 no. The goofy movie in. In a goofy movie, whatever the second one is called, Max oh, goes you're away to school. It's like a goofy movie part two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, what is is it? An extremely goofy movie is what it's called. But okay. in that, Max goes to school, and then he's like in the X Games type thing, and then Goofy also goes to, to the yeah. same school. Of course, he's in the X Games kind of throwback thing, Because right? it was the nineties. Yeah, it's an extremely goofy movie. It was 2000. Extreme. That's so old. Okay, guys. Speaking of a goofy movie, have you been following Polly Shore on TikTok? I've <laughs> seen some. No, but it's so weird. <laughs> he's he's hangs out with that that dude from 90 Day Fiance who has no neck. Oh, he does. Yeah. Uh, Ed is that his? Yeah. Name? Yeah, Big Ed. <laughs> Ed, yeah. <laughs> Big Eddie. Um. Yeah, he's friends with him apparently, but they just fight on. I saw camera. him doing a tribute. He did kind of a tribute to Norm, but in it he played that clip. Uh, like he's doing a stand-up show, and he he played the clip of Norm Macdonald when he's on. He was on Conan with Tiffany Amber, Th- or no, with one of the people from Melrose Place who left Melrose Place to start doing movies and the first movie she did was with carrot top yeah courtney thorn smith yes yes and he says what's the movie called and he's like oh it's a movie with carrot top norm says this you know what a good name for it would be box office poison <laughs> <laughs> and then she says it's called chairman of the board yeah and conan's like oh we'll do something with that and he's like i bet it's spelled b-o-r-e-d yeah and uh it was pretty funny that like carrot top played that you know like he he's basically just shit like doing a tribute to this guy who whose only reference to him was to totally rip on him. I'm know? sure they like yeah. knew each other in past yeah, at least. Yeah. Caratop's a wild man. Yeah, dude. Remember Gallagher? Kinda... I used to be really into Gallagher when I was a kid. Remember Gallagher two? No. Remember Gallagher rides again? Do What's you Gallagher? not know what Gallagher Two is, though? No. Or what is it? It's it, uh, I think he goes by Gallagher Two. It's his brother, who basically. Oh really? Has, yeah. They have the same name and the same act. They basically do the exact same <laughs> act. And he's called but Gallagher he Two. Less because he's not actually as if anyone knows which Gallagher is which. You know. That is hilarious. Yeah. Well, and guys, like, charges less to smash fruit. Like, I mean, yeah, 
It's like, oh, you're not know. as experienced as the other but guy maybe, at Smashing Fruit. You know what, though? Uh, maybe I'm remembering it. I I feel like... No, I think you're it right. It might have been something where like they both would go and do acts as if they were the same person, so they could be touring two different like places at once. Oh, uh, it was like the prestige. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Gallagher's like the prestige in a lot of ways. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of, trail of dead bodies in his wake. Exactly. Much like hey, the prestige. How much time do we have? We have time for a quick game. Very Should quick. We do a quick game? I don't yeah. know how quick it's going to be. That's all right. Okay. I'm starting a new game here, guys, and I hope you'll support me in this. Right. We do. It's a little game called... I support called... you at this point. It's a little game called Am I the Butthole? Yes. <laughs> I do support and you. And it's based on a subreddit, which is called yeah. Am I the A-hole, yeah. which you guys have probably seen before. This is like the Gallagher 2 of that okay. subreddit. I, I I have not seen it because oh, you I haven't? am too old to be on Reddit. Reddit? You're on it, it happens on TikTok also. Yeah, if you're too old for TikTok, okay. Reddit, you're way yeah, too old Reddit for TikTok. Reddit is an old man's game at this point. Although TikTok has um, been taken over by the elder millennials. It's true. Like that guy who eats the food and then dances? He's an elder. Dude, like a what is up with that guy? guy? I don't know that guy. <laughs> I freaking love it, though. Dude, it is wild. Uh, and it, he shows up on TikTok, on my TikTok, all the time. All the time, dude. That, that dude who, who pulls tablecloths with his butt crack is on TikTok, too. I like him. Yeah, I don't see him very much anymore. Yeah, he's his pretty act, great. I think, I, think his, I think his is more like other people sharing clips of his videos. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. So here's some ground rules. Who's this just food get, guy though? Uh, I'll figure it out. Never mind. Just to uh it's not it's not worth like looking up. Um especially in the middle of the game, Aaron. So to give some I'm ground not. rules. Okay. So the way this works, it's a subreddit. For those who aren't familiar with Reddit, it's basically just a message board. And it is a pretty <laughs> it's like the only community on the internet that is actually like not super toxic or that basically you can downvote things. And if something gets enough downvotes, it'll get hidden by default. Mm -hmm. So people kind of aren't terrible all the time, you know? So Reddit's still a, a fairly good place, but basically people go in here and make posts. So it's them self reporting or self, you know, they're telling their side of the story and yeah, basically yeah. asking, am I the a-hole? And, uh, okay, so a couple ground rules for a game. Our goal is to decide. I want you guys all to decide who is the a-hole. Okay. Um, and then I'll Wait, tell you. Wait, out of the three the, of us, it's definitely the, Aaron. I'll yeah, tell you sure. what the internet. Absolutely. the internet not. concluded. We have to, there's, we have to assume that the person isn't lying. Even so though, is our goal to, to just pass judgment or is our goal to. Yes. Yes. The goal the of judgment this, because of the there's internet. nothing. There's nothing we love more than judging Ooh, good people, question. as we have shown. Yeah, our goal is not to guess what the internet thought. Okay. Because oh, you'll okay. see that the they have some pretty interesting The internet is the a-hole. That they live by. For one, <laughs> which is a theme you see a lot in this subreddit, is that if you are ever living in somebody else's house rent-free, then you have zero rights whatsoever, according to this, okay. according to the commenters in this subreddit. 
So mm. if it's like, hey, my dad uh, beat me with a pipe the other day. Oh, you're 21 and you live at home rent free. Then you are the a hole. So, oh so Reddit is so Reddit is like just like libertarians or what? It is weird. Uh, it is like a bunch of like claimed libertarians. I mean, but there's also like everyone. Like there's Elon Musk is like really popular on Reddit. It's so I, weird. I had I had the feeling that Reddit would be like very like anti landlord like pro squatter, but maybe no, no, no. Off base. Reddit is oh, very that was not like what I was thinking. It is very like. It's not centrist, but it is pretty balanced in that sense. There's not. I was thinking well, it was like one sort kind of, of genealogy pro Joe Rogan. Oh yeah, like trust. I, I decent... picture like a lot of dudes who used to be in fraternities. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a fair. Yeah, totally. Okay. Okay. So, uh, some of these I'm just gonna read the title because the title is very funny. There was one that I wanted to start off with that I thought you guys. Uh, it's okay. one down. It's so good. Aaron's getting buzzed tonight. Okay. Am I the a-hole for calling my husband an idiot? I'm getting ripped tonight. <laughs> I'm reading the thing. I'm sorry. I'm for sorry. For calling my husband an idiot. Am I the butthole for calling my husband an idiot for putting all my ground coffee in one container? <laughs> Huh. She goes on to detail how like she buys all these different kinds of coffee and grinds them and then wants to like test them differently and stuff. But I just thought that was Oh, so he like a lot he, of these he like mixed them together? Yeah, he like came home and was like, "Hey, I needed those jars for something else." And so I just dumped them all in this one big Did jar. Did he know they were different? Yeah. They had labels on them and everything. like he's he was clearly That's why I'm not going to read the whole thing cuz the guy like some of these are so cut and dried. And that's why I say you have to assume they're real because sometimes you can tell by how people are writing it that it's either fake or they're yeah. like they're only they're basically coming to Reddit to say like hey am I they'll be like uh, am I the a hole for uh, giving all this food to homeless people even though uh, I didn't <laughs> make sure they weren't allergic right. to it or something you know like yeah, yeah. yes uh, validated um, first of yes. all that dude is an idiot. Oh yeah, he he was voted like ninety percent. But secondly, she's also an idiot. Why is she like pre-grinding all this coffee? Yeah, that's that's a that is probably where like yeah, because you grind it like when you drink it, right? You should. That's why anybody who tells you cold. Well, because she said anyone who tells you otherwise, and she doesn't have time. And now he's like, well, you can just buy some more and grind it, which is like that's that's what a lunatic would say in this scenario. (laughs) Um, yeah, okay. I mean, buying more and grinding it doesn't okay, solve the problem. So here's, just wasted a bunch of coffee. This is a great one. I love this one. This this has a lot of layers to it. Okay, the title. Am I the butthole for telling my coworker that it's not my fault that she's single when she said it's not okay for my <laughs> husband to, to send me gifts at our workplace? Wait, can you read that again? I missed it. Sorry. She told her coworker, it's not my fault that you're single. Because her coworker told her that it's not okay for your husband to send you gifts at your workplace. Okay. So she says, I think I should clarify that he does oh. not show up to my work to deliver the gifts in person. He usually sends me breakfast because I can't have breakfast early in the morning. So when he goes to work, he stops by my favorite cafe and he orders what he knows I like and tells them where the order should be delivered. Yeah, no. Why and would you tell someone not, not least, to do okay, that? Okay, the owners are his friends, so he gives them the notes to be delivered with the order. So she gets notes with the breakfast. 
And last but not least, I received the order at the entrance. Nobody receives the order for me. That's why I don't understand what bothers her so much. Also, it bothers her that I put photos of my children and my husband on my desk, That's which doesn't weird. even make sense because those photos are on my side of the office. Okay, so then <laughs> this is where it gets interesting. Okay, so right now it's like. At like, this point, obviously, the other wrong. girl is the butthole, yeah. Yeah. Me, 26 female, husband, 50 male, which is like, okay, that's not not judging, but that's something. That's a new piece of that's information. noteworthy, right? yes. <laughs> Double. It's like when age. Bobby Lee added the word brutally into his story. <laughs> <laughs> you can't add that. That's another thing. <laughs> okay, so every day he sends... Summer. He sends me gifts at work every day. <laughs> he sends me gifts at work, so now it's gifts too. Every day since we started dating, he usually sends me a rose every and a day? coffee with a note wishing me a good day, or just a note. You've been me that he saying gifts this whole time. Yes, you no. thought he said gifts. He thought oh, you were saying gifts. Great. Yeah, he sent me the kid. You know, and, he, and he your husband usually show up and do it in gifts. person. He sent me the like, one of the what? robot with the lightsaber that looks like his manner. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> okay. 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 So okay. gift. No, but at first it was breakfast, Presents. but now it's also gifts with a yeah. T. Okay. He usually sends me a rose and a coffee with a note wishing me a good day. He also sends me chocolates or food from my favorite restaurant etc he's very romantic and attentive man and i love that it's getting creepy well, but yeah because like okay this guy definitely has been married before cheated on those spouses and is 100 percent cheating on this spouse that's me being super judgmental but that's the whole <laughs> okay he's very romantic and attentive and i love that but my coworker doesn't like it at all yesterday he sent me some croissants and a coffee with a note saying he loved me and when my coworker saw it she said I should tell him to stop, and it's not appropriate to receive gifts every day. And another coworker told her that she was being bitter, and it's nice to have such a loving husband. That since I'm pregnant, which there's another what? It was understandable that he spoiled me so much, but she insisted it's not appropriate in any way. And that if he doesn't stop, she will talk to our boss. Which is like, what are you talking? Like, what are you gonna do? <laughs> like, what's the boss gonna do? She said she will tell him that she feels uncomfortable and that I'm not being professional enough and that she wants another office mate. This, that's that made weird. me so mad because I am professional enough. The things my husband says. I am professional enough. But here's the thing. You know that she's like, you know that she's like, like Phyllis. Remember when Bob was sending her? Yeah, 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 yeah. Bob Vance. You know that she's like playing it up. Like, ooh, look what he got me today. Yeah. And they're not a distraction to me either. Oh, okay. I love it. The. I love the the like logical fallacies that they run into in these. I'm professional enough, and the things my husband sends me don't bother anyone. And it's like, well, they clearly bother one person at least, you know? Yeah, they are. That's the whole point of this story. Yeah, that's why you're doing this post. They're not a distraction to me either, but according to her, they are. So I told her it is not my fault that she is single and does not receive anything from <laughs> anyone. And maybe... <laughs> That maybe if she were not so bitter, someone would send her at least a coffee. Oh, wow. And she got angry, and now she told everyone that I was rude, and that if I don't apologize, she will talk to HR to see what they can do with me. When I told her that I didn't think being single is a bad thing. you oh. That's a lie. That's a lie. <laughs> Which is like you, you literally clearly do just... think it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> I only said it because she sounded like an envious person. That's it's all. like you're like, but it's apparently... not my fault you're a millionaire. Yeah. So this last line, but apparently what I said hurt her. Like, oh, yes. uh, apparently, like, 
Oh, I'm intentionally so. Don't I'm so yeah, sorry you exactly. That's oh, so good. Okay, so that's that's part of what is interesting about these because sometimes they take a turn because obviously the yeah, first half kind of, of that, I'm kind of on no one's side in this one exactly so that's one of the options is so so the way it works is you uh, you you vote you either say YTA for you're the butthole mm-hmm. it's either everyone you are you're not or everyone is a butthole or nobody's a butthole. Those are like yeah. the four options. I think everyone is in this one. Yeah, right? Including like she, the husband. Yeah, he's like he's problematic <laughs> for a lot of reasons. Like he has a a pregnant wife who's half his age who he sends multiple gifts to every day. Like you're trying really hard for some reason, you know. It's just weird. Okay, it's, so it's, it's like controlling, said- right? When, when you seemed, gave the option, it feels of like a, there's a level of manipulation to it. Yeah, for sure. Totally, like grooming almost. Yeah. yeah. When you gave <laughs> grooming your when own, you gave the option of a twenty. Yeah, even though she's married to. Him. <laughs> when you gave the third, the third option as an option, all of the, for some reason the image shot in my head of me working at this place and being like the person next to the two of them. Yeah, and thinking to myself, like, okay, I could tolerate worst. either one of you, but the two yeah. of you listening to the two of you would make me insane. Yeah, yeah. Because listening to her complain about her getting her getting the yeah. stuff would drive me crazy, and then listening to her say, "Well, it's it's because he loves me, and that's my like, oh, look, he loves <laughs> Sorry, me so much." Sorry, nobody loves like, you. Yeah, not that being single is bad. But if you weren't such a bitter whore, you wouldn't be single. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I here's the thing. I if I worked with this person, I would find it annoying that they got gifts every day. Exactly. But I would never like would say annoying. anything about it. But that doesn't mean they I wouldn't are be like a jerk. This is inappropriate means... and you need to stop right now. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's another it's thing like... that's important about this distinction is it's not about who's right or wrong necessarily. And it's not about who is legally in the right and legally yeah, in the yeah. wrong. It's about who is a butthole, but yeah, yeah. she is definitely annoying. Yeah. And, and also I wonder sometimes, okay, she says some of these things. I wonder if they actually say, you know, when you're like in the shower and you come up with comebacks and you're like, Ugh, right. Oh, I, oh, I should have said this. this. Oh. Yeah. The whole you know, thing all of these about, stories like, are obviously from one perspective. But also, like, maybe if she weren't so bitter, someone would send her a coffee. Like, I wonder yeah. if she actually said that or if she just said that to herself in the shower, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but at any rate, okay. Anything else to say about that one? Give us the – who. what was the vote? No. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. We know how you feel, Aaron. Uh, okay, that's interesting because it says everyone sucks, but then it says the final verdict is that everyone sucks is only thirty five percent, and not the butthole was forty eight percent. So that there mm-hmm. there there must be some math going on there, but there's a glitch in the matrix. Exactly, but mm-hmm. very few only fourteen percent said that she was the butthole. So that's honestly kind of surprising. I, w- I was leaning that way until she started getting so nasty. Exactly. Yeah. Like I was and like, the whole I was like, like yeah, who the cares? whole thing about like, like 
but it's not bad to be single. And then, but apparently what I said hurt her like, Oh, you're just a freak. Yeah. That, yeah. Like, I that she's shows. like, the I sh- fact that she I, said that I was really frustrated and I lashed out and I shouldn't have. Yeah. The type of person that says that is also the type of person who is like a jerk about getting gifts every day. Yeah. Know? Now it makes me think that she is like flaunting it and like, totally. Cause like that's the type of person getting she under is, this obviously. other girl's skin. She's an unreliable narrator. Yeah, exactly. definitely. 100%. Yeah, okay. The best kind of narrator. Here's another. Uh, here's another great one, just for the. Okay, I don't know if this this one might not be fun. No, that one. I'm trying um, to choose ones because a lot of these are like. A lot of it is like uh, co-parenting type stuff. I do not co-parent just, with the government. <laughs> which is just like not fun. Like you yeah, know, yeah. Am I the butthole for not giving my? You know, for like not paying child support or whatever, you know, um, <laughs> yes. am I AITA? Am I the butthole for cheating and making sure my boyfriend lost in Catan? <laughs> I just no. love the oh, title on okay. that one. I cheat in games all the time. Yeah. It's and also like Catan, the, the, the guy was like a total jerk. Like Catan is the type of game where you can really screw people over and be a jerk about it. You know? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Here's one. Do we have time for one more? Yeah, sure. This one is a wild ride. Okay. Just the title. Am I the butthole for asking my wife to get my name tattooed on her? Yes. I mean. Yeah, right? Well, okay. Wait, no. Okay. Asking? Asking? Well, no. At, just, hey, you want to well, like get a weird, your name? It's a weird request, right? You want to get your name tattooed it, on me? It comes like, across okay. as like a little desperate, but yeah, okay. it's not oh, like this one rude because it or got delayed. Like bad. I use the Wayback Machine, so I will. It's not. Uh, it's not like a butthole maneuver. I do not like the sound of that. I like that <laughs> band though, the Butthole Maneuvers. Okay, the Butthole Surfers. Now it's a super weird thing to do though. Okay, but just wait. My wife and I have been together since we were 16, married for five years. We have one son. <laughs> she dared me to get her name tattooed on myself, oh, okay. so I did it. I recently told her she should get my name tattooed on her so I don't feel like such an idiot. She said <laughs> "No." She said she's morally against tattoos. <laughs> what? And that I'm abusing her by expecting her to ink herself up. So she doesn't want to, whatever. But I guess she told someone who then told our entire family that I was pressuring her to do things she wasn't comfortable with. And her stepdad wanted to have a chat with me. (laughs) I dislike her stepdad. This guy is the worst. But this guy literally took it upon himself to stand up at a dinner and express his concern. Started subtly hinting at me, trying to control his pride and joy. I told him to go to hell, and now I'm the bad guy. Okay. Like, yeah, that got crazy. That woman is like a sociopath, right? Like, she's like a super villain. She's like a Batman well, villain. How is she morally against exactly? Tattoos, but she like dared <laughs> him to get a tattoo of her name. Oh, uh, I, I feel like the people who are doing this, like, so are two for two. It seems like they're giving a very slanted side of 
the story. Oh, that's always going to be the yeah, case. You sure. just have to accept that. I know, so but like, you have but to. What take, I'm saying is, but for like, this game to work, you have to take what they say at face value. Unfortunately. Yeah, but what I'm saying is the fact that this is them trying their best to not be slanted, and this is what they, this is what they're giving, is like, both times it's like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's like, yeah. It's like you're not trying hard enough to make yourself. No, I mean, like, based on if you take it at face value, I don't think that he has done anything wrong. No, no, the other one. But it also makes you this one. She that is not a good relationship because you were talking like mad crap about your wife. Yeah, dude, which you will see that that is a common thread through a lot of this where they're like, hey, can you solve this dispute? And can you guys make my spouse do this thing? My freaking idiot wife. Essentially. (laughs) It's so good. So all these people are saying they should like they should tattoo over the tattoo he already has to make it say something gross or whatever, you know. Uh, but I just thought that was, I just thought that was such a great turn, a twist to, to add to that. Cause it's like, yeah, you shouldn't ask someone to get your name tattooed on them. That's a really weird thing to do. But then it's like, Oh, turns out she is. Yeah. Cause before you said that, I was wondering like, does she have other names tattooed on her? Like their child? Yeah. Like what's the, right. There's gotta be something. Like what's the situation? But if she's She's completely uninked. But then, like, the dude, the stepdad. Oh, yeah. He's trying to control his pride and joy. Oh, don't control my pride and joy. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Well, I have a question. I have one for you. Uh-oh. So, am I the b-hole? I, uh, I started a podcast <laughs> as a joke <laughs> like six or seven years ago, <laughs> and I'm still recording it right now. <laughs> And now you don't want to do it anymore. No, I do. I mean, I still enjoy it. And I appreciate our new patrons, by the way. Uh, Will you, and... You're fine with recording it. You just you just don't like posting it all the time? Will and... Uh, what's his name? Oh, what's the new dude's name? Will and... Oscar. Pete? Pete? Not Pete. Peter? There's an O in there somewhere. No, it's not Peter. Is it... There's an O in there. Slippy, slappy, Slippy, Swanson? Swimmy, Swami. Dan. His name is Dan. <laughs> Dan. Dan Pratt. Dan, Dan Pratt. So that's where I got Pete from. Oh, I was from Pratt. not close. Yeah, Dan, if you're listening, I need you to email me at thegearslum at gmail.com and tell me, are you related to Spencer and Stephanie Pratt? Ooh. Not Stephanie Chris Pratt. Pratt. We don't care. Unlikely voice of reason. If... If the it's answer me. is you're related, you're related to Chris Pratt. We literally do not want to hear it. We only that is not the answer to that is not an answer to my question. Yeah, we only want to hear: Are you related to Spencer, Stephanie? I guess Heidi by marriage. Heidi, yes, by marriage. Yes. Are Are they still together, Spencer and Heidi? Yes. Not Spencer How and Stephanie. You? They're brother and sister, but they're still brother and sister. How dare you? Of course they're still together. Hey, I don't know. They have a son Jay named and Hunter. Jay and Heidi broke up. They have a son okay, named Hunter. They have a son named Hunter. They have many dogs. You know, I want to know what happened to they have, they have a successful crystal business together. I want to know whatever happened to the little Italian kid that lived next door. What was his name? Do you remember? 
<laughs> oh my gosh, I forgot about that. That they were babysitting, and then and Spencer yeah. was like, "No, I don't want to do this." And she was like, "Come on, it'll be good for us." And he's like, "No, I don't like what you're doing." <laughs> what was his name? Uh, I don't know. That was Enzo. It was, was Enzo. <laughs> that was some great television. Though. Dude, Little Enzo lived next that's door. An Italian name. Yeah. Oh man. Well, Spencer, Heidi, Stephanie, and Dan, and Will, and everyone else, and Phil, and Colton, thanks for friendship. Thanks for friendship. Thanks for friendship. Mm-hmm.